A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for laughter, self-reflection, and a breath of fresh air. All Trails Plus helps you plan your next hike so you can relax and enjoy the journey. Discover new trails near you with the distance away feature and get immersive trail previews and offline maps so you can take those exciting first steps with confidence. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23. They're going crazy. And a gentleman from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles. Brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. Oh man, we ain't doing this episode without the, without the jackets. Hey, somebody bring me the jackets. <laughs> y'all, y'all taking that shit off. Y'all putting oh. jackets on. Hey, he, he waited. Y'all been sat, yeah. yeah, he's been he, sitting here for an hour. I didn't think wait. about that. He said, he said, I'm gonna do it. I'm this gonna be smooth. Ain't I'll nobody, hey, nobody budged r- 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 to get a jacket can, can too. Can you grab jackets? <laughs> can you grab jackets? What's it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, drop, grab jackets. Wow, wow, yeah, wow. Was it, was it, was it stunt? Did the stunt end up in your mind? No, 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 no. Just, just, just hand him out. We'll hand him around. Hand him down. Hand him down. Just playing out how you thought it was going to play out. What you doing? Just, just give me that one. No, no, you, no not mine. <laughs> just give, all right, me that just, yeah, give me that one too. All right, just give me all of them. All right, oh, no, no, oh, just oh, give them all. Oh, oh. Give them all. They're they all coming. Hey, they they give always me that one. This is going to be the time to happen. Hey, this is how they do it at Fox. That's, uh, Okay. 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 Take that shit off, man. Take that shit off. I was so excited to wear this. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Hold on. Let's get you right first. Let's preview your team real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's preview your team real quick. Yeah. It's way too hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some hit me this morning. Was like, you, you, you. Yeah, we live. Hey, that's his wife. That's his wife. He told us somebody. This thing's puffy. This thing's puffy. Hold on. Bring the energy down. Hold on. Slow down. All right. I got hype like I ain't get one. <laughs> I got I, I got hype like I never had one. Slow down. This is, this is, a, this is a puffy coat. Yeah, this yeah, is the Porterway Podcast. Yep. Showtime. Do it. Carson. Sean Zytel winning 49ers. And Anthony Bernard. It says oh look at Sean. It, uh, it don't say B side though. Oh, it's okay. It's time to put it on. What, what's your what's yours say? Oh, Mark couldn't say nothing else. I'm changing my name. That's Showtime. Wild. I'm changing my name this year. Okay. Yeah. Officially? Yeah. Like, like Ocho Cinco? Wifey not happy about Oh, uh, you can't. Don't Are you really doing it? He's copying Hagler. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I thought you were going to deny it for a no, second. When no, you were hey, no. Hey, shout out to my guy. He really taking his clothes off. Man. Got us the jackets. I put them on. I, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I'm too hot. Late. Yeah, 100%. Plus, I love my late Christmas show started too hot, man. Oh, we, <laughs> no, hey, we got more stuff coming for you, baby. Keep yeah, your sizes. Got, oh, thank you. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we got you. Yeah, I like Smooth, this. though, man. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, no problem. Man, no problem. I was the only one with the jacket on. Is it, you guys didn't even put yours on? Okay. No, I don't know. I'll put it on. I'll put it on. Hold on, you going to do it? Dang, you got on the screen. You're good, you're good. You're good. You bought it. You provided. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want you passing it. Because you're going to be hot and hot. Like, yeah. All right, Sean got me. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I got you. I'm All right. I was gonna take the L because last week I was hot as hell. I ain't gonna lie. Hey, see, do I look like a 1950s? Like, like I'm in a 1950s game. Look like, like Al Bundy. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. It's not a bad thing. I love. Yeah. No, he's a legend. Shout out to. Her. I, I loved him in all two episodes. I've shout seen. out to our guy that designed him. What's his name on Twitter? Uh, Renegade. Renegade. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to our guy I'm on, like, on Instagram. <laughs> I don't know how to say names. So. <laughs> like, yeah, this was designed Jay-Z by and Jay Z washed them and yeah, Renegade. Designed by Sean Porter. No. Renegade and then well, yeah, 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 yeah,
That's ox, ox tail. Zytel, Zytel immediately looks like he gained 75 pounds. Oh. <laughs> Just this, based on how like puffy the arms are man, and everything, they, you look yoked up. This is cow hunted from my man Joey Spencer out in the wild, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's business there. Yeah, Joey's your guy? Yeah, it's a good, great kid. Yeah. yeah. I like how they show on TV too. Yeah, but, but they coming. Uh, I'll say by the next two or three weeks, I'm going to have these available for you guys. There you go. Yeah, so. Listen, uh, it, it has the energy... Die down enough. Hey, we hyped. Yeah. What else we got to talk about? For all the Sean's like, I'll go on my phone. If literally, <laughs> for all the times you've said, maybe we need to bring the energy up. And I haven't said time. that. I haven't said that in, in a year. No, it's been recent. In weeks. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, that. I haven't said that in no, I haven't said since that. 2021. I haven't said that since 2020. Hey, you guys going to like our shirts coming out. It has great. Detail everything you see in this picture and in this picture right now is going to be in my shirt. Seen everything. A, I've seen a little bit of a mock up, yeah. and it, it does justice to my unattractiveness. Yeah. I saw that same, and I, and I was like, Hey, all of us, saw, all of I us. saw it, and I was like, Damn, that's an ugly dude. And I was like, Yeah, it makes sense. I was like, That checks out. I felt the same way. Hey, all of us, my, my all wife all said all the best <laughs> drawing was of you. She's like, She's like, Ant got a commission, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the most on point drawing. Yeah. Hey, actually, I, was, I wasn't the one kept complaining and fixing stuff about myself. No, no, I wasn't no, that no. person that kept saying, hey, I don't want that on me. I said, hey, I wasn't that person that said, open my eyes and stuff like that. I didn't, I didn't say open my eyes. I said, add a little no, muscle. That was me. That was oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. everything. Yeah, I, yeah. Add a little muscle. He just needed the jacket on. There you go. So It looks like he's got Superman arms under there. Here we go. But, uh, you know. Your 49ers are doing well. Seriously, though, some arms. On the drawing, <laughs> you want to take some steroids? Huh? No, it's a, well, PEDs they're called now. No, um, he's on natural. Yeah. I tell it's all yeah. natural unless he's wearing a jacket. Yes, that gives off that interpretation. No, was it Hans and Franz on a Fonzie? S- no, on SNL. No, oh, Fonzie. Oh, oh. I'm a fun- <laughs> <laughs> no, on a, on SNL they were they wore Thought these. We get a little back and forth. They wore these. They wore these big. Uh, they were big sweatsuits. I think it was Hans and Franz. Somebody will know. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, sure. they will. They'll know. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of comments, this dude said Fonzie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guy, no Fonzie. Go ahead. Speaking of the comments, uh, last week we were we were trying to give some love to the fans, and I, I don't know. I think we just we didn't really get through it the way we wanted to. So we had um, Keith on, and Keith, yeah, he's a talker. Was awesome. He's a talker. Yeah, yeah. I people, I love it when people in, you know what I mean, like in the fight game, text me like like. Fighters will text me or, you know, somebody else who's involved with the reporting side of things will text and say, hey, you know, that was an awesome interview you did with, with Keith. You know, for me, like I thought it was pretty good. But when you start to hear, you know, what I mean, I, like, I refer to my colleagues when you yeah. start to hear people just reach out to you randomly telling you that stuff. You know, what I mean, like we're really doing what we need to be doing. Uh, but well, you know, know, like you know, Ali, they do, they do. This is your life, and he would light up when Joe Frazier would come in. Uh, like they they had yeah. it, you know, and yeah, and it was kind of I kind of got that vibe from you and Keith Thurman. Yeah. You know, yeah. out of all your rivals, you probably mm-hmm. vibe with him the best. Yeah. He's he's got a uh, he's an extrovert, like you're an extrovert. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, it, but that might have went down as your best fight of your career. But it's, yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm not even mad at you saying yeah. that. I just think that you know what I mean, like from the from the 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 level of the opponent, the the timing, the, I mean, the whole nine. I, I do. I agree that he he that very well could be like the best fight of my career as a professional. Is that your pick for best fight for Sean? It's either that or Errol Spence. Uh, that was yeah, or Danny. What do you think? Yeah. I gotta go with Keith Thurman. Yeah, I think I think Sean's best performance was Errol, but I think the best fight. Oh was yeah, Keith. best fight. Yeah. Yep. Hey. So we got uh, John Iceman Scully coming on pretty soon. Yeah. Height. 
hyped. <laughs> I got. I'll, I'll ask him too much. Yeah. But so hey, until he comes on. Yeah. Hey, speaking of best fights of Sean's career, and then we talked about Sean's. He felt like its weakness was his power. Hey, after he left, after he walked out the ring with uh, Paulie Malinowski, he thought he was fucking Mike Tyson. Yeah. Hey, we was, hey, Paulie's wilding this week, but that's a whole yeah. other story. Because <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. everybody on Twitter and Instagram, everything kept saying, that's why Sean Porter did like that. You're talking yeah. like that because Sean Dang. Porter. Yeah. But yeah, when you walked out that fight, you felt like you, you I could knock a nigga. Honestly, <laughs> there was, there was a, it were, there was a, I'm going to get into it eventually, but I'll give the long story short is I was coming from 154 pounds to 147 pounds as a as a professional but coming from 165 pounds to 147 as a as a from an amateur to a pro and I mean I really do I have evidence to back it up you'll see my body changes mm -hmm. through the course of my career coming from 165 to 147 so when I first started making 147 in my mind I had to be faster and I had to be quicker and I felt like consciously I was taking power off of my shots but I also felt like I, for the second words I was losing power because I was going down to that weight class when I fought Pauly that was the first time that I had made weight in a way that my body didn't really change mm -hmm. and and I had and I had my legs like my legs were really thick like my football legs right and I remember after the weigh in uh and I made weight and everything I looked at my dad and I, I said I said look at my legs and he said what I said I'm going to get the dog piss out of him <laughs> I said I said I said Paulie's in trouble oh and that's what I said and and my dad's you know I know Narrator he is. voice Paulie was in trouble <laughs> I, my dad says I know he is and when when that fight went the way that it went I was like, I was like, oh, I'm back, baby. Yeah. When, you, when you was hitting him with stuff, well, he was going like, uh, uh, you know, you say you hear shit. <laughs> Could you hear him like taking them shots? Uh, I I heard a couple of grunts here and there. Man, my man fell yeah. through the ropes. Afterwards, yeah. you hit a, you hit the Frank Costanza. I'm back, baby. <laughs> and yeah. you see on the table. Here. Oh, I mean, you, you start know, telling Dan, the story, and all of a sudden the table start getting pushed yeah. down here. You, you know, Dan J. Remember, he used yeah, to always yeah, be. Yeah, Dan, Dan, Dan would always say about that fight. He goes, man, if Sean came in for every fight like he did. For Paulie, oh, we'd be, yeah. That, yeah, I guess that was, yeah. The, you mentioned making weight for that camp. Yeah. And so so yeah, that was he, early on when I was making 147. I think my body hadn't gone through the changes that has gone through through the course to the, near the end of my career. And again, like I said, we'll, I'll get into, into that another time. But real quick, with the time we got left before Iceman gets on, first and foremost, want to shout out Jamel, Jamel Herring. Yeah. He's got his book out. It's on Amazon. That's where you found it, yeah, right? Absolutely. And I'm sure it's got to be on the Barnes and Nobles. Uh, got to be top gotta sellers. Be. Yeah. Uh, Going to cop this, the Fighting Marine. Of course, I haven't read it yet. Um, he's gonna read it and tell me what it's all about. Then I'll tell you what it's all about. <laughs> I read it no. sound like an audio book. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Carson notes instead of Cliff notes. Yeah. Listen, man, in the short too. I like that. Yeah. I like that. They but got no. pictures in there? I like pictures. Yeah, there ain't no pictures in there. Oh, he, he, really, picture he really yeah. has had such big a crazy, guy. crazy story. I'm looking forward to, to getting into it. Absolutely. I, I, I miss these days when, you know, teacher used to read and she'll go. And show you the page? <laughs> I miss those days, yeah. man. Yeah. I gotta just read. Sit in the circle. Yeah, man, I miss those. Hey, so, somebody, yeah. so what I did was I, <laughs> I turned in the, the pictures for the bigger letters. Yeah. So if a, if a book didn't have bigger letters, I wouldn't I wouldn't mess oh, okay, with it. Yeah, okay. So even my Bible has like I got the print with the bigger letters. That, <laughs> letters that's in like the Bible. you do with the uh, when you were writing papers and you had to do the double spacing and you tried to space that thing out as long as as far as physically possible. But the hey, Fighting Marine, the yeah, Jamel Herring story, sure. check it out. Bar or Barnes and Nobles, hopefully they got it. Definitely Amazon, Amazon yeah. Prime. That and me and Sean talked about something. Want to address something in the comments? Uh, 
a guy named Zach Knapp. Uh, he said he was going through depression, and this this podcast oh, yeah. brings him out of it. So yeah, man, we're read always here. Read, a, read, read it real quick. He says, Sean, about the comment that no one watches the show. I tune in every week. Recently, I've been going through major depression disorder, and this show takes me takes everything off my mind. Thanks for everything you guys do. You know, we uh we wouldn't be here without you guys. So I responded back to the guy. I've been there. I think we all have been in a tough place, dark place. Man, just stay positive, man. Stay pushing. Find your why. Find it just sometimes stuff knock you down in life. But you can't don't stay down. You gotta keep pushing, man. Yeah. I, I promise you. I uh I wanted to read that first and foremost to to speak directly to him and 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 shout him out for uh for leaving that comment. But to anyone else who heard that that may not have opened up about anything, the best advice I have for you is do not stay alone. In that depression, do not stay mm -hmm. alone in that hurt, that pain, that suffering. Find somebody. It can be a brother, a sister, cousin, colleague at work, somebody that you just walk by on the bus, whatever the case may be. But if you stay alone in it, it will eat you up. And you know, mm. this guy, his his outlet right now is us. Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean, I appreciate that I can be an outlet to anybody. I, that's kind of my purpose in life is to be. You know, I'm 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 a giver, so I, I give more than just money. I give more than just time. I give energy. You know what I mean? I give positivity, and I try to give, you know, as much motivation and 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 positivity and, and good energy as I can. And along and and just saying that that you know, what I mean, if you are going through anything, try your best not to stay alone in it. Try your best to reach out to somebody. And and I mean, even like he said, find something that that does make you happy. Mm -hmm. Kind of get out of of you know what's going on. So. I'm definitely happy we could we could be that to somebody and maybe more people. We have a good time doing it and think they appreciate that. Yeah, man. Wish the best for him and <clears throat> anybody else who feels like that, you know, going through that at times. Absolutely. That's I think we be I have I've definitely been there. So Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We, and you get through it and you get better for it. Yeah, and I think we all have been t deep times and you know, everybody go through something. So. And even with this podcast, man, like people be like I, I'm, I go to the bathroom and listen to the podcast. You know what I mean? There's like, a guy that's usually on the, he says he works construction, that he yeah. says he has to tuck off somewhere and listen to the podcast. I don't but, got your name, my man, but I yeah, appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, Leave yeah, the comments. Yeah, Put the good. hand up, say, yo, it's me. Yeah. And we'll shout you out next week. Hey, yeah. so, shout out to the guy on IG. I don't remember your name, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna I wonder if back. we're gonna go the but, same route here. Hey, but you, hey, man, I said I'll, I'll give you some love. Uh, you, My man, you tagged all your friends you wanted to get shout out to, man. Shout out to you. Man. Yeah. Hey, can you shout out this person too? He's from the same hometown as somebody else. But I thought you were talking about somebody on, on Instagram for the, the merch recommendations. Wants one of, of Ant and I beating up Sean. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. I, I didn't yeah. understand what that was about. Yeah. He wanted one that's punching you. Yeah. Why? We asked him why. Yeah, I have no he, he clue. Said, I, just, I just need to see that. <laughs> said, he said... <laughs> The man clearly knows what he's looking keep, keep for. Keep the so ideas can, coming. Yeah, I can respect that. I want to get I want to get everybody in the ring at some point, but I yeah. like for I, what? over here I don't you know think it's I'm, ever going to happen. You know happen. I'm fainting. I <laughs> over here I don't think it's ever going to happen because I think I think it I think it'll be comedy. That's what you want. And we can talk about all the times that I've taken shots of your power. So we all you all saw the video of us playing the the Oculus the the VR boxing. Mm -hmm. In my head it went better. And my goodness, I have absolutely no power. Hey. I'm like, I'm like ten fights deep on that. I haven't dropped not one single person. I beat him. 
And but I'm, it's not. It's not. It's yeah, not, I'm playing it it's too. It's not with power. I got it here for you to play if you want to play. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all I brought it for you. I need a rematch. Hey, I didn't know how, but somehow I'm really a softball. That's I never seen myself in a real fight, but. Every day, yeah. I, every day I get on the Opolis, I'm a southpaw. The only time I, the only reason I southpaw is because I can jab with my right hand. Yeah. Just keep them off me. So were you guys being like Marvin Hagler southpaws? Like you're really right-handed, but you just fought with the right I think up front? I'm being like a combination of like Lara and Rigo just because I only want to jab. And that's my, that's the arm that is stronger with more uh, endurance. And go. one more thing we got to address is the, uh, the resumes. We got a lot of resumes between my DMs, the G, uh, Gmail account. Yeah, we're going through the resumes, guys. Or give us a little time. We're busy, busy, busy. But we're going to get to all of them. I promise you. Competitive salary would be. Right now. What, what, what is it? Oh, he hired somebody. I think we got our guy. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> oh, John Scully, you mean? It, no, no, no. Well, we, yeah, we got him. Uh -oh. But listen, okay. I think we got our guy. If you haven't heard from the Portaway podcast, you may not hear from us. Hey, I'm going to get back to y'all, <laughs> man. I, that's the least I could do. I no, we, I Yeah, I, te I texted you. I said, make sure we holler back yeah, at everybody yeah, that sent us Sean will it, sign an email. Eventually, you will, email eventually you will hear from us either way. But I really do. I think yeah. we found our guy. I, I had somebody hit me up. And um, I think we got our guy. But okay. it's not solid yet. So you, you will definitely hear from us. I'm just playing. But at the same time, we may have our guy. Hey, shout out to you, the guy that cussed me out of my DMs. You're my guy. I ain't give you no energy back. I just was all positive, but he cussed me out. Hey. Oh, yeah, he cussed me out. No, what? He cussed me out. Hey, he said he, like, he, you're not going to hey. give me no love until it's Hell no. Nah. I, I, I told him I appreciate him applying. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I just have a. He mad because we didn't get back to him. Just slow down. Hold on. <laughs> give us a minute. Damn it. You're right. There's hey. some urgency for hey, a I, social media uh, poster person. person. Yep. I, I don't know what they call. You know, I want to respect Manager. everybody. But yeah, yeah, give us some time. Yeah. And our, our plan is to work with the fans. We're doing a lot of stuff with the fans. So yeah. we still got a lot, long ways to go with this yeah. podcast and this Portaway Network. Yeah. Our peanut gallery out there is. I dig. The Portaway. We, we also have our guy. Yeah. Behind. Let's get him on here. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Iceman, what's going on, boss? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Uh, really good. Everything's great. Good. Um, we we were talking about you on the podcast, and I I told you I said I just put it out there. I said, man, we're gonna get Iceman on here next week. We had a uh, we had an interesting comment um, on the podcast comments, and uh, we we felt it was fitting to bring you in on that. Um, but with that being said, when I called you, you 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 had been you had called me the same day I was talking about you, so. Um, yeah. You know, the stars aligned and here we are. Yes, sir. All right. So um, here's the thing. We we got a lot of Hall of Fame going on. And uh, what is that's all going on this year, isn't it? Yeah, this is a this is a trifecta. Yeah. We 2020, got 2021 and 2022 all going in at once. Yeah. And and um, Iceman, I know you keep up on all of it. I sent it to you just in case you didn't have the list. But I'm like, I know this dude got the list. You And you actually ended up correcting me on something that was that was posted incorrectly <laughs> on somebody's name, right? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not even gonna argue argue Iceman on it. I'm like, he, you know, he had to correct me. So, <laughs> who was it on? Who it was Huck Huckman, right? Um, which one was it? Uh, H Huckman. 
one of them. They, they, whatever it was, they spelled it. Whoever it was, they spelled I'm trying to fix my phone here. I'm trying to line myself up. Can you see me all right? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, look good. Oh, look good. Okay. Hey, John, um, we got a haircut. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but they, um, yeah, one of the names, they spelled it wrong. And I just, uh, I'm, I'm big on the spelling. Oh, so I had, I had it to was, throw it in. It was Chuck Hall. Oh, right, right. Hall. It was H U L L. Right. Right. Now, Chuck Hall, do you know who Chuck Hall is? Uh oh. He he did, he was an early 80s announcer. He did the fight with Sugar Ray and um, uh, Hagler. And the way he used to do it, he had a really distinct way of doing it. He would, like back then, it was it was 15 rounds and later, you know, and still 12 rounds, but he would go, like, he would read the scores and he would go, you know, Judge, Judge Tommy Kazmerich votes. 143, 141. And that was just the way he really hyped, he really exaggerated the one. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows him for that. 145, mm -hmm. 143. He was uh he was a great, great, great he was like up there with Michael Buffer, like mm -hmm. a really, really great ring announcer. So yeah, he's he should be in there for sure. Are you gonna be at the Hall of Fame this coming year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. Who are you looking forward to seeing up there? Uh, you know, Roy and James, uh, you know, Roy Jones, James Tony, I go back a long ways with both of them. And, uh, you know, I sparred many rounds with them and went to camp with them. And so, you know, they're, uh, they're my, my guys and two of the greatest fighters ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, so I, I'm really excited to see them yeah, get Roy's in. Roy's birthday sure. today. Have yeah. Yeah. Roy Jones? Captain Hook. Who, who birthday? Yeah. Roy Jones. Okay. Y'all must've forgot. <clears throat> Perfect. <laughs> I must have forgot. We did forget. <laughs> hey, John, what do you think of uh, Hopkins getting in with those two guys you mentioned, Jones and Tony? Because they were always mentioned the three of them together, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of uh, it's kind of cool, you know. They all just uh, you know, and it's funny because uh, Hopkins, I think, was seen. You know, he had such longevity. He was seen as a a later, you know, a later guy. You know what I mean? Like he was after them, but he actually turned pro before Roy. Yeah. Uh, you know, which a lot of people probably don't realize. Um, but you know, yeah, it's it's uh it's 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 cool that you know it's fitting that they're all going in together. And, sure. and Dre's going in with them, you know, some people they would think that Dre was kind of like Bernard Hopkins and then you know he's in the same yeah. division as those other guys. Do you think that's kind right. of fitting too, John, that that Andre's getting in with Roy, Tony, and Hopkins? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, it's uh you know, we 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 obviously aren't a fan of COVID, but you know, COVID uh, messed things up, but it, it set this in motion for everybody to be there together. And, uh, you know, I know Sean has been there. I don't know if you guys have ever been to the hall of fame or not, but no. listen, the port, listen, away, the port away will be there eventually. If you listen, last time I saw Sean there, he was killing it in the 5k, 3k. Was it 5k, 5k, 5K. run? Yeah. You, I think you won. You won that year, right? Yeah. Yeah, you won. I was, I was, I was with Mickey Ward. There's actually a, there's actually a video on YouTube. I filmed him and I because we were running the 5K, but we were maybe a fast walk. And uh, and Mickey was like, "I'm not running. I'm I'm past that." You know. And uh, and when I got to the end, they they had said you won. As a matter of fact, I have a picture of you and I at the finish line. Yeah. We were right after you had won yeah. and we took a picture. Yeah, yeah, I still got that picture. Yeah, for sure. And uh but yeah, the Hall of Fame is if you haven't been to Canastota, and you could you know, you know, I mean, it's unlike anything you've ever seen, especially mm -hmm. Graziano's, but uh, I don't know if you know, but they tore Graziano's down. No, I didn't uh, know that. 
man, they tore oh, wow. it down. It's wow. gone. They uh, the casino bought it. They mm. want everything at the casino now. Yeah, wow. So Graciano's, which is which is a crime against humanity, yeah. that they tore that down. That's yeah. not that's not right. Nah, wow. Will it still be in the casino, gone. John, or it's just gone forever? That's it. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, the it. The, like Graziano's was a restaurant, right? Just a, a local spot that everybody. I mean, you you walk in there, you mm -hmm. wouldn't believe yeah. who was in there. Like yeah. this little hole in the wall place, which the other 50, 56, 51 weeks of the year is like you know just a little local diner, and you mm -hmm. go in there. I mean, I went in there one night. I actually videotaped it. I was in there one night, and. I remember walking in and Mickey Ward and uh, Dickie Eklund were there. Uh, Aaron Pryor and Leon Spinks were dancing on the floor with mm -hmm. all the local girls. Michael Spinks was at the end of the bar. Hagler was in the back room. I, you were there. Michael Moore was there. I mean, you could name 50 guys just hanging around with the locals yeah. like like it's a Saturday night in yeah. town. You yeah, know, they're yeah. just hanging out. And, yeah. uh you know, they, they ruined that. So hopefully we'll be able to find another place and, and everybody get together again. Hey, Iceman, uh, my my greatest fight of all time, this is what I've seen. I, I take Floyd Mayweather because that's what I've seen. But when it comes to historian and if it was Olympics Games, you will represent the America. So <laughs> I want to ask you, who is your top five greatest fighters of all time? Well, here's what I, I always say. You know, it could fluctuate because here's the thing. There's not enough. And I always use the top 10. There's okay. not enough room in the top 10 for the top 10. There's okay. 50 guys that could be in the top 10. Great. You can't go wrong. If you if you put Sugar Ray Robinson in there, I mean, I would say Sugar Ray Robinson, Joe Lewis, Willie Pep. You know, those are those are kind of givens. Henry Armstrong is kind of given. But now you got to say, well, what about Roy Jones? What about what about um, uh, you know Kid Gavilan? What about Duran? You know, in his prime, Duran. What about and you could name him. You know, Muhammad Ali. You could name him Larry Holmes. You could name so many people that could be in. Um, I would say, all intents and purposes, you have to have Sugar Ray Robinson in there. Uh, you know, and Willie Pep. I would put as the given. I would mm -hmm. put those two. Like they've got to be in there. You know, just historically and everything combined. But, uh, you know, depending on the day, who knows? You know, there's so many other guys. You know, a lot of people, I think, bumped Roy Jones out because mm. of the way his career ended. But right. yep. I don't subscribe to that because they don't do that with Ray Robinson. I mean, Ray Robinson, at the end of his career, was losing to guys with records like 18 and 7. Mm. You know what I mean? He was losing a lot of fights. He lost 19 fights. Mm. People don't realize that. They don't give him any grief mm. over that at all. But Roy Jones, they crucify Roy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Roy Jones, listen, you can talk about technique and whatever, but mm -hmm. in his prime, he wasn't losing. On his best day, he wasn't losing. Yeah, and and the best technique in the world wasn't getting it done. I mean, I mean, he, you know, Bernard Hopkins, Mike McCallum, t tons of guys had good technique. Yeah. The good technique didn't help. You know what I mean? It didn't help. Yeah. You know what I mean? It didn't help. And, uh, you know, on his best, like his song says, it's funny, but <laughs> y'all must have forgot. You yeah. know, you forget. And I say, if you take, and he said this, and I, and I said this before he did. He said, take a, take a five-minute highlight video of me 
and put it up against anybody. Mm -hmm. Put it up against anybody in history. Yeah. And tell me I'm not there. Yeah. I'm not on that level. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Roy Jones was the first the first time I saw Roy Jones was in the National Golden Gloves, 1987. I saw him fight Anthony Daly on the first day, 156 pounds, right? April of 87. Anthony was on my team. Damn, I, I beat that. Anthony the year before, so I knew Anthony. Uh -huh. uh, I went to the payphone right after I called my father. I, and back then, I didn't I didn't realize he was from Florida because he fought for Knoxville. Oh. And I said, Dad, you got to see this kid from Knoxville. I said, he's going to go to the Olympics next year. He's, he's This guy's unbelievable. Like This guy's a phenomenon. Mm -hmm. And at the time, he wasn't even an Olympic contender. Mm -hmm. Tim Littles and Frankie Lyles were considered the front runners. And Gerald McClellan, they were considered the front runners, not Roy Jones. Uh, but Roy, you know, from the 87 and 88, you know, he just uh, was electrifying. Yeah. Does anyone ever in history beat him at 168? No. I don't think so. Like it's, he's just, I, I think, think, the most so. unbeatable 168 pound yeah, player of all time. So. I'm going to tell you, a, I'll tell you a story about how how this man is. Now, now I remember reading a thing one time, and he said something to the effect of, and other fighters who said this, like, they got bored. You know, they kind of slacked a little and looked beatable in certain fights because they got bored and me you know as a fighter i'm thinking man how could you get like a, even the most boring fight is the most exciting thing ever to happen to you like like when you're in a fight that's that's high level stuff mm -hmm. like to the crowd it might look boring but mm -hmm. to you you're on pins and needles it's unbelievable but by the same token i could see like for example if i'm sparring with a bunch of novice guys and I'm playing with them. Well, after a while, my, you know, my guard's not going to be as, as alert. You know, I'm going to, I might get hit a little bit more against these guys because I'm not that fearful anymore. Cause I know if I step it up, I could, I could beat them easily. And I would imagine that was Roy Jones with world-class fighters. Mm -hmm. Like he would, you know, he would mm -hmm. fight guys who against other people looked awesome against yeah. him they look like they never boxed before they so, look like they, they never had a fight they say i ain't and fight nobody i just make them look, look like, like nobody no but no but i say when people say oh that guy didn't doesn't look good i go yeah look at that guy when he look at thomas tate roy jones stopped thomas in two rounds you know mm -hmm. walked him into a left hook right right before that thomas gave julian jackson all the fight he wanted for 12 rounds and julian was the pound for pound hardest puncher on the planet at that time mm -hmm. the most feared man at that time and thomas gave him the fight of his life up until gerald mcclellan and then right after that roy beat thomas you know easily so thomas was a very good fighter percy harris jorge castro these guys could fight against other people but with against roy jones if you didn't know who they were you'd go ah, the guy virgil hill probably, too he's probably 15 and seven top of the bottom you know? body shot yeah yeah. I mean, Virgil Hill you know, went on to win that WBA belt like six more course, times after Roy stopped him. Hey, so, yeah. And let me tell you, I, I've sparred Roy Jones many times, and I've told a million people his body shots are his best punches. Mm. Those are the punches, especially a left hook to the box. Those are the punches I, I thought about. When I was getting ready to box him on a certain day, I was like, okay, let's let's be careful with the body shots. <laughs> so him, 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 you know, clipping and and people who were there say you could hear virgil's rib break you could actually hear Jesus. it they said 
One That's guy right. described it to me who was there. He said it sounded like a shotgun, yeah. like somebody fired a gun. Oh, he said you man. could hear it. Yep. Yeah, pass on that. We think about some of there's some some great female fighters getting in. Christy Martin, who has maybe the craziest story yeah. ever. Uh, Layla Ali, Ann Wolf, who I would argue would beat the dog piss out of any of the four of us sitting here. <laughs> Ann Wolf. Oh, I thought you were going to say that about Layla. Oh, Layla, yeah, Layla Ali, of course. Her song's a good yeah, they're all of us. I, I think Ann, Ann Wolf beats all four of us right now at the same time. All four. <laughs> I'll I get a no contest. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her song's I'm good doing something. I ain't going to say nothing because she might see this. So. <laughs> she great and, and moved on and trained. I'm right. That's trained why I'm James, not going to say James that. James Kirkland as well. Because I see her around. What do you think? She's still in the streets. About some of the female fighters. Holly Holm as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's, there's, uh, for that, you know, they're the best. They're the best of, of the best of, of the females. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I'll be honest, like I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of, even though I trained a female world champion, I actually, that was my first champion that I trained was a female, but I've never been, I've never, I haven't seen a lot of female boxing, you know, just so it wasn't really my, my thing. Um, but I did watch Layla Ali. Obviously she was good, but, but yeah, and Wolf had, you know, that one knockout she had, uh, against the, uh, Vonda Ward, the really tall girl, Cleveland. uh, you know, you know, that was, that was one of the knockouts. That was one of the knockouts of the decade. Like yeah. you could put her up there with, Julian Jackson knockouts like mm. she was, uh, you know, that shot she hit Vonda Ward with was was out of this world. So, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be interesting just to see all these groups together, to see these guys interact with each other. Uh, it's going to be special. Hey, uh, let's let's move on past this Hall of Fame thing. You what we got going on in what a couple of months we got, huh? About April. What we got going on with USA Boxing? We've got the qualifier, uh, USA Boxing, the qualifier, and uh, that's in, in uh, Cleveland. Taking it to and, Cleveland. Right. And you're yeah. going to be there. I will be there. your thing as a special guest. The Port and, Away uh, might be there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It should be there. It's yeah. Be, uh, you know, and I'm going to try and do a little, uh, you know, reunion thing there. Um, mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, I don't know. Did I ever ask you? Do you do you know? Uh, did you ever know Reggie Revere? I don't think so. From, he's from he's from uh, well he uh, he fought for Cleveland in the Golden Gloves, but he's from Youngstown. Okay, uh, back in the eighties. But I fought him in the National Golden Gloves uh, my first time there. Sure, my uh, dad knows him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, I'd love to get him and Kelly yeah. and some yeah. of those guys to come over. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So they're doing the qualifier in Cleveland. And uh, it's I'm still, be there. this will be, be the there. this will be the first time they're combining the Eastern qualifier with right. the, with the Western qualifier, and they're taking it to Cleveland, Ohio, which I I think is really cool and really special. Um, for anyone out there that doesn't know, the Easterns is basically anything from excuse me from the the, the middle of this of the of this of the U.S. all the way through the East, and then of course Westerns is vice versa. Usually there's there's multiple um, tournaments that so that you get a you get eight guys to make it to the Olympic trials. I don't know what, how this is going to look now because they're bringing they're combining the two. I don't know if it has something to do with the uh, with the the pandemic while they're combining the two. But nevertheless, you got some of the best fighters in the in the United States are going to be in Cleveland in April. We'll get the exact date for everybody, but. They'll be in the United States, or excuse me, they'll be in Cleveland in April, and you may 
possibly see like the next Roy Jones you'll see the next Mayweather you'll see the next guy who went from the Olympic Games to becoming the world champion you'll see him right there in April in Cleveland Ohio I think that's pretty special right you know what's you know what's funny what I always tell people if you ever hear about a national tournament within driving distance of your house or whatever Mm. go to it go Mm. check it out because here's the thing Literally every national USA tournament in history for the last hundred years has produced Multiple. future world champions. Multiple. And you know, like yeah. so you go there, like, like I'll give an example. I was at the US Championships in 1988. Roy Jones was there, Frankie Lyles was there, Tim Littles was there, Riddick Bowe was there, Ray Mercer was there, you know, a hundred guys who five years later are household names yeah. and 15, 20 years later or in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you go to a tournament and you see a bunch of unknown kids. Well, they're not going to be unknown forever. Yeah. And what you're yeah. watching them is in this on the springboard of them becoming, you know, Great. becoming uh, who they become. Yeah. 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 Iceman, we appreciate you for your time, my man. Oh, wait. There's one thing I get to, to Iceman. Oh, go, 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 go. Go. I forgot you were John, here. John, man, you know, I... Still working with uh, Better BF, right? I believe just just a couple yes, weeks ago sir. beating Marcus Brown. Yeah, yeah, I was in Montreal for two months. So, so set me straight, John. I'm, I, I, I said yeah, no, on the, set the three of them straight. Yeah, I'm set, the only one rolling with you on this one, Ice Man. Set us straight, John. I, Arthur's the champ. Knocked out anyone he's ever fought. He's the champ, right? But yeah, Benavides moves up to 75. I favor Benavides. If Canelo wants to fight the champ at 75, I favor Canelo. You Why is that wrong? No, no, no. Say how you said it. Easy work was the I, description. I, 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 I think, <laughs> go ahead and say it. I think they could make the fight easier than it looks on paper. Well, you know, I mean, here, here's my thing. Carson. Like, it's when you watch, and, and, and I'm you know, being real, like, like Sean, Sean will tell you, you could watch a guy fight and you have to fight him. And you say to yourself, nah, he's not that good. Then you fight him a month later and you're like, man, this guy was a lot better than I thought he was. Or you could watch a guy and he looks like a killer and you're like, all right, I got to be on my game with this guy. Then you fight him and he's easy. You know, so sometimes, you know, you miss things and it just looks different than, than it, you know, than it, than it actually is. But uh, but I know this. Uh, if you know Lonnie B, uh, Lonnie I B do. is a super middleweight. OK, now Lonnie B is a good fight. You know, mm-hmm. he can box. Hold on. He was in camp with Arthur for <laughs> for several camps. Like, but he, he's been there the most out of any sparring partner. Mm. And I was there at the last camp when he decided not to come anymore. <laughs> and he said, he said, you know, he said, I'm trying to make my own career. This isn't good for me. This isn't helping me. And uh, he was on a podcast recently and he said he was serious. He said, he said, listen, I got hit by a car about six or seven years ago. Oh, wow. He goes, that wasn't as bad as being hit by Arthur Better Buy. Oh, wow. <laughs> he goes, getting hit by a car was worse. Yeah. Now you can you can look at that on, it's on YouTube. He, he says, getting hit by Arthur was worse. Um, now Arthur, I think, oh, proves, he, he has game. You know, Arthur is a lot, a lot of people mistakenly thought he was just a face first slugger. Arthur's a smart guy. Arthur's no dummy mm. by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Now, 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 Benavides. I'm. I don't. I think Arthur knocks Benavides out. I'm not. I'm. I have no doubt. But Canelo is tricky. He's smart. He uses his lack of size to his advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he doesn't try to fight like a big guy. He fights elusive. Where you know, if, if an elephant can't step on a turtle, then he can't crush the turtle. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? 
And you know, so 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 Canelo is is slick. He's very smart. He's the one I would worry the most about because he's obviously very strong. Now that might be another topic. You know, I don't know. I don't know the source of his strength necessarily, but he is very smart. You can't know no pill is going to give you intelligence. He's a smart, super smart, slick, technical fighter. He's the guy I'd worry the most about probably. Thanks, Don. Fightype.com for that interview that was mentioned. Yeah. Yes. Is that what it was on? All right. Yeah, there we go. Hey, Iceman, we appreciate you. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Absolutely. All right. I appreciate appreciate you having me. I'll see you soon. Call me anytime. You got it. Nothing but knowledge. Call me anytime. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care, John. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. All right. Be good. None but, none but knowledge right yeah, there. And Sean actually conducted said interview. Yeah, none, none but Did knowledge. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> How about that? You do so many, you forget. Yeah. You're like, okay. Why, 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 do, why do my man Canelo like that then? So I have <laughs> one additional piece of Oh, yeah, I did do that interview. With, yeah. At Floyd's gym. Yeah. Okay. He said, yeah. He was like, yeah, getting hit by him was worse than getting hit by a car. He said it was the worst, like, time of his life. But so there was an article, and I think this ties in. We can kind of cap the Hall of Fame stuff with this. Cliff Rold wrote, shout out to Cliff. Cliffy. In... Ring Magazine about it pretty much kind of to summarize, it was like, how did the best fare against the best in their career? Because there's always these arguments, hey, he didn't really fight anybody when he fought people. So he does this whole list. Feel free to check it out. So the Hall of Famers, oh, yeah. the top three guys kind of of each thing. I was like, I'm curious where they ranked in there. Yeah. So be hot. Number 12. Out of all good. twelve of them? Oh, no, this is out of oh, this is out of oh, every fighter oh, that ever fought. Yeah, okay, oh, yeah, I was a, yeah, oh, I was upset. He said out of twelve. He is number twelve. Um, and this, so that's the twenty twenty class. Um, Marquez, number eighty seven. So still top hundred. Not Pacquiao. Was, out. Who cares? Yeah, and it was only the top hundred that was listed. Shane Mosley, number fifty seven. Okay. And then twenty twenty one, Klitschko, number fifty eight. So top hundred ahead of Shane Mosley. Yeah, as far as his competition, no, I he's get, behind him. He's one behind him. Oh, okay, it, kinda, it, okay. It, it goes based on who you fought, how Ahead you did of, against them, yeah. where they were ranked Long, at the time. Yeah, I'll let, yeah, you, yeah, I'll yeah, let yeah. you look in the article, but then it's been a butthole. Floyd, number six, all time, straight mm. up, best against the sounds best. about right. You know, Floyd Mayweather, right. yeah, TB T- is they say. he fought everybody, fought everybody. cleaned them up, to him. and then top six on top five, number eighty-four, Andre Ward, yeah. Kodo, this is an interesting one. Not in the top hundred. Mm. I can see that. Hold on. And he, I, I don't. And, and I don't feel be, that way. To be fair, he fought a lot of the top yeah. guys and didn't yeah. fare well in some of those fights. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Roy Jones, number fourteen, and then James Tony was number eighty nine. Mm. So, good okay. stuff. You know, the best of the best stuff. fighting the best of the best. Who's number one? Shout out to their research. Number for that. one, I believe, is Sugar Ray Robinson. Was okay. number one. Uh, on I'll let you. Oh, got I, an I, argument I for that? No, I don't got nothing. And it all. And then honestly, <laughs> the the good thing about it is it was, it was calculated. This wasn't like him saying how how did he look against these guys. It was like, where was this guy ranked at the time? Did he win? How did that guy look against other guys? So it was literally an, an equation that he did mm-hmm. of kind of breaking it down, which is pretty cool. Well, shout out but, to them for doing that. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah. Shout out to Cliff. Yeah, I got. Um, I got to check that out. Yeah. Hey, um, man. It, you know when he was saying he how he called he told the story before how he called he seen Roy Jones and called his dad and stuff. You think that's probably the first time you seen a black person boxing? Like damn, he's so athletic. It's like nah, when, it's like it's like when the white team shows up and all a black team shows up in all white town. Yeah, yeah, I'm like they why, was dunking. They were yeah. so athletic. I wonder why Floyd was or why uh, Roy was coming out of Knoxville instead of Florida because he is there well, not like a 
thing out of Florida. a region situation. Yeah, it goes on every oh, now okay. and then. One year, I, I represented Knoxville in the Golden Gloves. Hey, there you go. I had a situation going pretty on. much Roy Jones Jr. I, I mm-hmm. got disqualified from the tournament. Yeah. So what you think, Sean? Uh, Hate to see it. Have butts. Low blowing. It was that butts. Child of country black. Nah, it's a long story. It's a long story. I literally. KP had to straighten him out. But listen, though. But listen, though, because he's. he's, All right, I had a joke, but I ain't going to do it. Relax. (laughs) Relax. Relax. Listen. um, Just kidding, Chad. So I'm going to continue to promote this this, uh, April tournament i'm gonna yeah. get the obviously get the exact dates yeah and i'm gonna promote it hopefully if you in, in close to cleveland in cleveland definitely come check it out i'm i'm about to to give all of the evidence to proof that you should show up at this tournament i'm not getting paid to do this i gave you a dvd of of the u.s championships that i was at yeah that's the u.s championships where you got to qualify this the the Easterns and the Westerns are no longer a qualifier, so anybody can come. Yeah. Who was at that U.S. champ in that? Who who fought one another? Even so, you fought you fought DJ. I fought, fought Daniel, Daniel Jacobs. Jacobs. Um, the fight. Yeah, yeah it was a good fight. Yeah. Uh, Gary Russell fought Leo Santa Cruz. Yeah. Oh, active. He's active. That was and that was a and that was a great it was a great fight. I thought Gary handled him pretty easily, which I think Gary has said in the past. Like, yeah, it was kind of easy. He, yeah. he did kind of make it easy. Um. Trying to think who else was on there. Daniel uh, Garcia was on there. Danny, Danny Garcia, Garcia yeah, was Danny on Garcia. there. Danny Garcia. Trying to think who was in some of the lower weights. Um, Deontay Wilder wasn't there He wasn't yet. there. Was JoJo there? No. JoJo Diaz was not there. Uh-uh. I'll see if I can find that list. Because um, it, it really was. There was like... Yeah. Um, there was... Damn, there was somebody who everyone thought... Carl Dargan was there. Carl Dargan. Yeah. Who everyone saw oh, was like, he was the guy. Yeah, Carl, like Carl was, Dargan was, was the was guy. The dude. Still is the guy. Yeah, absolutely. I need to make a phone call. Yeah, yeah, he was the guy. But no, yeah, that was... It was all action. But the, the names of the... Uh, the names of names you know now were, were, were in down. Colorado Springs. We was fighting one another. Yeah. You know what I mean? So this isn't a situation where you may possibly see the next Roy Jones. You're going to see a couple of guys who will eventually win... World Championship titles as as professionals, if not get damn near close. Yeah. So I'm not inviting you to my city because I'm gonna be there. I'm inviting you to my city because if you love boxing and you you've been wondering, you know, wh- when the next this and that's gonna come. Yeah. 2022, we got something yeah. right there for you. I mean, even even the people now that are like Matt love watching. I mean, you had Keyshawn Davis as your prospect of the year. Mm-hmm. He wasn't fighting that that long ago. Like yeah, it was it right. was not yeah. too long ago. Yeah. Troy Isley got a, got a yeah. win yesterday. Yeah. I'm sure Shakur came through there. Shakur, all like all yep, these yep, young yep, fighters yep, you yep, like yep. and the old fighters. Yep. <laughs> Even my dad. My dad called me from from somewhere. I think he was in the training camp. He said, hey, this kid, Errol Spence, man, this uh this kid's pretty good. I heard about him, but mm-hmm. he should have given your dad good. more credit and said he said he was the truth. Yeah. That would have really been for So yeah, it's just no, nah, that was before he was the yeah. truth. Yeah, 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 yeah. No doubt, no doubt. And that's Morpheus. it. It's a one no shot, doubt. right? It's it's that's one once once a year is the nationals, right? Uh this particular term, I don't know how this is. How yeah. everything's gonna go? We got two more years. Twenty twenty four, right? Is the is the quad? So there's no telling. But for twenty twenty two, this is it, right? Yeah. This is what. So what they're doing now is I don't know why they're doing the trials, a qualifier for the trials this year. Mm-hmm. But next year would be the they'll do the Olympic trials next year. So maybe they're qualifying this year for the trials next year. However, what I do know is top four that win this tournament, they'll be the guys who'll be going to other countries representing the United States and the world championships and stuff like that. Aiba. Maybe because of the pandemic, they there's a shift with the world championships yeah. and we need a representative. We need representatives to go. So to you that. want me to tie this in as I've been on the do? Hold on. Oh, hold on. This is, hold on. This is the first live show. Oh, no doubt. 
All right, yeah. I'm po- working on some things. Okay, I'm working okay. on some things. Por- Sean. I'm working on some things. We're, 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 trying, we're trying to go on tour. We're trying to go. Oh. Yeah, we're going to talk about oh, it. Is somebody trying to sign us? No, no, no. no oh, okay. No, I thought somebody said it. Ain't nobody wants to sign you. So here you go. So we have Frank Martin on the show. Yeah. Weeks back, the ghost. Yeah. He mentioned a couple of his big wins. He beat Virgil Ortiz Jr. in the amateurs. Mm-hmm. Another guy beat in the amateurs or fought. Abraham Nova, who fought yesterday. Abraham Nova. <laughs> With the Howard Eastman beard. Yeah, and he also has he also has his own mascot, which I told Sean I would have been comfortable being that oh, mascot. When Sean was fighting, I would have been out there Just dancing. Classic. That was it was unbelievable. He's out there walking him out, throwing punches. It but was, but this is what we say about the young guys all the time. They're making the sport exciting. Come up with some fun stuff. Portaway podcast, making boxing exciting. Yeah, he, I like that. He looked good. Um, afterwards, beer too. Yeah, afterwards he, he called out Emmanuel Navarrete, which I do not advise anybody doing. Um, <sighs> he put you. I would love that fight. Um, how do we? Nova, how does he? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Yeah, yeah he, I, I was thinking like mid to late twenties. He's, he's undefeated still. Yeah. Um. Really, really fun fighter to watch. I don't. I don't think personally, of course, I'm biased, but I don't think he beats Navarrete. But it would be a fun fight for sure. Um, and then the other, the other fight, he could do that. some damage. Um, you know the way Joe Gonzalez is able to get in close. Yeah. Christopher Diaz, they had their moments. Split. He maybe he could have better moments than even they yeah. did, but still not win. And he, and he pretty much <laughs> said, like, I have the firepower to match you. There was a funny right. moment afterwards where he is calling out Navarrete and spoke in Spanish, and, and Mark Kriegel's interviewing him. Puerto Rico, Mexico, and then he said something about what is it? What does it mean? And he starts talking about like the fight and he said, no, like what you said, what, what does that mean? Cause we didn't, there was no translator. He uh-huh. just kind of said it to Navarrete, but um, main event was Joe Smith beat Steven um, Giffard. I don't think the fight needs to be dissected too much, but overall coming out of that fight, I don't know how I feel about Joe Smith. Really? I it was a workman fight. He's a workman. It was a yeah. workman fight. And he, he obviously is very powerful. You know, wide punches like he, he he's got thump. Like nobody will argue that. I just don't think like he beats any of the other champions at once. I, f- I yeah. feel like they tried to make that fight bigger than it was. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I feel like that's a stay busy fight. Yeah, like he lost the he lost the Dimitri Bivol, and he said afterwards, you know, I think I would I would do this this and this and better. And I don't really think so. Like I just think the way you beat a guy that throws wide punches from my amateur perspective is <laughs> straight punches. Like. They're throwing wide punches and you're able to get shots okay. off in the middle okay. and avoid like yeah, so yeah, it seemed, I didn't even look at him. I was like, I was like, what, I was like, what are you gonna say? Yeah, like it seems uh, okay, he's, 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 he's taking with Keith because Keith told you last week you uh, was throwing wide. I was coming uh, straight down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I just think we learn like, on this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knowledge is power, but I just think like if he's throwing these wide punches, I don't, I don't see how he he clipped him, Bevo. Like he did hurt him, but. Yeah, well, what he's been, what he, what he is, but I definitely want to give Joe this. He's, yeah. he's a smarter fighter than he was when he knocked out Bernard Hopkins to, to get on the set or and to get on the scene. Out, you mean knocked out of the ring? Yes, a fifty. <laughs> he pushed yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. When, when he, when he defeated, he pushed us. <laughs> we defeated the greatest champion with the most longevity in boxing. We yeah. beat the greatest, oldest fighter of all time. Big Bernard fan. Uh huh. All day. Did but, did rock him proud. He did, but actually, he beat Fonfara by first round knockout to yeah. get on right before that. But he, I got, I definitely want to say, I think this Joe Smith would have beat that Joe Smith. Mm. He is more intelligent, mm, okay. and and the problem is for him. Carson mentioned some of it is, uh, you know, the hand speed, like some of the things he's working on that he is getting better at. That you can see him and his trainers have made a concerted effort, and you see the improvement. It's just at the top level. I don't think those uh, improvements work as well because the hand speed ultimately. 
he he's stuck with the hand speed. He's got he's got cement in his hands and he's got cement in his jaw. Yeah, he's a strong guy. He's a tough guy. Um, and and what I did like about him working on his boxing, he he's not gonna outbox Bevel, so he's gonna run into a dead end there. But against better BF, you know, he probably does need to learn to box a little bit better and can't just go as strong as he is. He can't just go slug it out with Arthur Better BF. Yeah. So maybe the style that he is improving with can pay some dividends in a matchup with Better BF, who's not the fastest guy in the world either. He is faster than Joe Smith, um, but he's knocked out anyone he's ever fought. I, w- I don't know if you could knock out a Joe Smith. He seems like a pretty tough cookie to crack yep. in terms of stopping him. Mm-hmm. And so um, that that is a good fight. And and what he was working on with Stephen Giffard probably will benefit his chances against Arthur Betterbiev uh, stylistically. And then as uh, for Stephen Giffard, I thought he did a good job on eight days notice. Yeah. A guy who's only had like three fights in the last five years. And had never gone. I think his longest fight was eight rounds. So yeah. He had never gone to nine rounds. Get stopped in the ninth round. But... Uh, he, uh-huh. What was interesting about him, though, is like John, he, he's a huge boxing fan. Yeah. And I'm interested what you think about this. And, and maybe I should ask John, too. But it seemed, I remember um, Coach Avalar, he does CompuBox for ESPN. He, he told me back in the gym at Barry's, back in my, my short-lived little couple fights in the amateurs, he would hear me talk about the other fighters. And you're going to watch this fight this weekend? And, oh, you know, so-and-so's fighting, too. And Judah's coming back. And he pulled me aside and he goes, look, man, if you really want to fight, you can't be being a fan of the sport like that. Mm-hmm. You can't. And don't get me wrong. Like, I know Sean, I'm sure he watched the big fights on weekends with KP. And But Stephen Giffard, that was what I got from him. He was like, I was going to watch this fight this Saturday yeah. with the with the friends <laughs> and the family. That's what's up. And, and I wonder if um, I, I just saw in the gym, in my gym, Diego Magdaleno, Jesse Magdaleno, Michael Hunter, they weren't watching boxing like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. They knew Floyd Mayweather. They knew the top, but they weren't. What do you think of that? Do you think uh, sometimes that hurts a guy being too much of a fan and, and not, you know, hey, they, yeah, they're good fighters, but F these guys. I'm a fighter too, and I'm uh, worried about myself. A lot of fighters are like that where we we fight, but we don't care nothing about it if we're not doing it. Right. If, you're not the, if you're not the guy I'm fighting next and you don't have a big name, I'm not watching you. You know what I mean? And then once we start to approach the big guys or the guys that we're going to fight, then we're, then we're watching you. Shout out to Terrence Crawford. Uh, I was like that forever. My dad knows. My dad w- had to drag me to the house to even watch Mayweather fights or to watch Oscar De La Hoya fights, watch Manny Pacquiao fights. Now I'm like, it's, it's a damn shame that my dad had to drag me. But my thing, and a lot of fighters, our thing is when we're not doing it, where we're not directly involved, we don't want anything to do with it. I don't know why it's like that, but it is what it is. For me, I, f- I think it was because I grew up doing it and I and I was so engulfed in it. Whenever I had an opportunity to not be a part of it, I didn't want anything to do with it. Shout out to Terrence Crawford because I see him at a fight. I'm like, yo, man, what you doing here? He said, man, I'm a boxing fan. I don't care who fighting. Right. I don't care who I don't care who they sign with. If it's yeah. a big fight and I like to do it, I'm gonna go watch him. And I said nothing to him. I was like, Okay. Okay. All right. It's it's all right to be a boxing fan. Once I became a boxing fan, I found respect for Mayweather, for Floyd Mayweather. I had no respect for Floyd Mayweather because he wasn't like me because he was he you know he did everything that he was doing and I was I was like nah he ain't he ain't not, he ain't that and he ain't exciting like me and I was hating on him. But then I run into Terrence Crawford. He's like yo, I'm a boxing fan and made it like it was nothing. And like I was like okay then we can we can always fight but we can find a place to be fans of the sport as well. You know what I mean? And that's when I really became a fan of the sport. And now I'm a really, I am a fan of the sport, but it took somebody else telling me like, it's okay 
to watch another fighter and and root for him or hope hope the best for him. You right. know what I mean? And that after that was when I really started to watch Terrence Crawford and Keith Thurman and you know uh, Demetrius Andre, every all the guys that I watch now. I, it wasn't. I didn't watch them all the time, and a lot of guys are like that. Where if we if we're not involved, we don't want them to do it. And then the other side of that is we're so competitive that when you in the ring. I, you, I, you're not getting my money. You're not getting my. I'm not getting. A, I'm not t- buying your ticket to your fight. You, you know, do me I mean? like that. Yeah. yeah. Nobody yeah. ever know that I watched you fight. You know what right. I mean? So I was, uh, that's kind of how it is. I was happy to see, and we can kind of close on that. I was happy to see um, Kevin Cunningham was working to Fred's corner last night. I think Kevin Cunningham. Oh, nice. Guy. Great. No, coach. Another guy that. Yeah, yeah. There's these coaches that just don't get like I just don't think they get the love they yeah. deserve. I think Kevin Cunningham is one of those guys, yeah. but. I saw him uh, the weekend of uh, Jojo Diaz and Devin Haney. He said, man, listen, I respect you. I respect your decision. But from, <laughs> but from where I'm sitting, my, from, my, he's, from my coaching eyes, you got some more left. Mm-hmm. I said, I said, yeah, coach, but I'm done. I don't want to hear that. You got some more left. I said, no, I know, coach, but I'm, di- I'm done. He said, man, I respect your decision, but you ain't done. <laughs> he you're, you're like, cue the Andre Ward then, quote. Then right. he walked away. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait, Shook, like, maybe I am. Maybe I'm not done. You know what I mean? Yeah, really, really good trainer, though. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then this, this coming weekend is the first fight of 2022 that I am pumped about. This fight card, I'm about it. Well, you was, you was hyped about the heavyweight card, right? No. <laughs> I ain't get you hyped on the... No, I, I was I was okay watching it, but this one is like I kept looking at the calendar. I was like, all right, when is that fight coming up? Gary Russell. Oh yeah, Mark, Mark and action and Mark Maxile. Yeah, that's um, gonna be a really and good the fight. card is really good. So King Tug fights on the opener. Nice, and he, obviously his two losses are to Gary Russell and Chris Colbert. Yeah, no shame in that. No, um, why we get Gary on? I don't know. Yeah, Gary. It, he and he's been dealing with some stuff. We'll get to him. The other fight is uh, Subriel Matias in a rematch. He got upset against Petro Ananian. We'll go with that. I think yeah, that's he it. was on a run. Yeah, he got upset. Yeah, upset. Was, but they're going to rematch. Good, really good fight. It was Puerto action, Rico, yeah. yeah, action fight the first time around. But um, yeah, Gary was obviously lost a brother during this last couple, at least couple years, maybe year half range. And then his dad's been doing, dealing with some medical mm. stuff. Had his had his foot amputated. Mm-hmm. Um, so he and oh. as as you know, he's kind of he's the, the he's like the, the backbone. Yeah, he's the the big brother. Big bro. So he's the one that a lot of that. So in the media call, he was kind of explaining that. Like I've been doing a lot. As we know, he trains his brothers as well. Yeah. So um, seems like a lot's been on his plate. So I think it'll be it'll probably be good for him to get back in there, get yeah. to do do what he loves. Yeah. Um, that fight is gonna be really. F- fun to watch it's, it's, it's gonna be, such a I, fun matchup i think it's gonna be fun to watch a big part of me feels like gary's gonna use like so much intelligence and experience that it's it's gonna i i hate to say it's gonna be an easy night for him but mm. something tells me this is gonna be as as much fun as we think it's gonna be yeah. i got a feeling it might be one side and i think i think the f- part I'm, of the I'm fun curious. part of the fun that comes from it is almost similar to like that Deontay Wilder experience of Mag can put you out at any moment. So I think you're correct in saying, Gary, the ring IQ yeah. movement, hand speed. Like I think he just, he checks all the boxes, Yeah. but if he's lax for a second, curtains. And, all it takes is one. And all it takes is one. I mean, we saw that with Mag fighting Julio Seha. Seha was winning. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden Seha was crumpled in the corner and, that's it. So yeah, I'll be interested to see how Emmanuel Stewart used to talk about this all the time with guys 
once they were, you know, I think I'm pretty sure Gary is 30 now. Once they were in that part of their career, they can have problems matching the enthusiasm and energy of a younger fighter. So I don't, I'm just curious with that. You know, he's only been able to fight once a year. Um, He's getting older in in the lower weight classes. You know, guy relies on his speed a lot. I, I, you know, the, my, Max Io, if nothing else, I think he's gonna come out with a lot of energy, yeah, and will and take is, his shots. And is big for the weight, Max right? Io. Big guy, right? People marveled at the picture of you and him next to each other. They're like, <laughs> "How the hell does this guy fight at one twenty six? And and to your point, um, the separation I, I believe with Keith Thurman and Gary Russell is Gary. Does he, it's his decision to be inactive. It's it's his decision. He's like, yo, I'm taking care of my health. I'm gonna fight when I want to fight. I don't know how the hell he's kept on hold held on to that belt, but God bless That's him. That's a big for question. It. Yeah, longer, God bless him. Longest for it. reigning champion in boxing right now. To my yeah, knowledge. and then but the other side, you're talking about matching that level of intensity and excitement, activity. It's really I yeah. I agree with you. I'm interested to see what happens. That's gonna play a major role in this fight. Keith Thurman on the other side did not choose to have these layoffs. Not at least not 100%. He's had some injuries. He's gotten sick. The list goes on. I got a feeling that he's really excited to burst back on the scene where on the other side, you got Gary Russell. Like, yeah, I'm just going back to work. Clocking in. Yeah, I'm just clocking and in. And is he excited to get back on the scene? Cause it's kind of like, he's kind of like, Keith Thurman in 147. We forgot. We literally stopped talking about Keith Thurman for years. We had to. You're talking about Gary? Yeah, Gary. Right. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I'm not really excited about this because I want to see Gary up in there with the big names. Right. I feel like he's right there, but he just, like you said, you said he's health and, yeah. and like, no, well, no, I'm no. ready to go. No, I, I was saying that Gary Russell has chosen to be yeah, active. Yeah. And so there are, for there, him, there's other circumstances. Of course, there's yeah, other yeah. circumstances, but with, with this, with his act inactivity, I had, a, I've had a conversation with him. Okay. He says, man, I'm never, I'm never going to force anybody to get me in the ring when I don't want to get in the ring. Okay. I'm taking care of my health and that's what don't know. And you know where he's coming from that. as a boxer. Right. And he was talking to me all about longevity and all that. It was funny. You asked why, why we didn't get him, get him on the show. He called me randomly one morning. This was years uh, ago. I think you told us yeah, on the you podcast. Said the story, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was, yeah. I was yeah. over at Isola Bella. Like that was three or four years ago. <laughs> yeah. He called me randomly. I'm like, who is this? Who, who am I talking to? Man, it's Gary. I'm like, I'm like, Russell? He's chosen to be inactive and he's chosen to have his his career the way that it is. And so in a lot of ways, I feel like it's a situation where he feels like I'm just punching the clock. I'm excited to see him. I think we're going to get the best of him. I, I like to think that this is going to be relatively one-sided easy night for him because I know how intelligent he is, yeah. how fast and sharp he is. But then on the same token, when you got a guy in front of you that's not willing to go away and then has all this energy, and when you, I, I, I will speak uh, as a fighter that was once young, when you got all this energy at some point and, and you're not able to get off, you're going to say, fuck it. And you go out there with all that energy yeah. and do what you do, do something. What happens? That's most Sean Porter fights. And we'll see, and we'll <laughs> see what happens when, when, that, when that moment comes. For my sego, because I got a feeling it's gonna have to come and, for him. And I think even the ant's point about wanting Gary in there with with the top guys, which I one million yeah. percent yeah, on yeah, board yeah. with that. Yeah, I think at least if anything, this is a really fun, um, mandatory. Yeah, like this is. I mean, you talk about we don't like, get very many mandatories like this. You, you want him to fight a young guy, and even if it was a young, like unproven guy, you'd be like, eh, okay. Yeah. But this is a guy that's just largely still unproven. Still See, I was young, about to say, yeah, he's still but, a little unproven, but, but... crazy power. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like, if you're going to force Gary Russell into a mandatory, which 
you know, and a big kid, like you said, yeah, he's not, a, not like he's King a, Tug, who's a good fighter, but a, a, a small kid. guy. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a really fun fight to watch. I am, I am excited to see Gary back in the ring. Filipinos have been known to pull off some upsets, so yeah, buddy. you gotta watch out. Before we go, how we feel about the uh, possible announcement? Vasquez, uh, Valdez, Valdez, uh, Shakur. Yeah, how we feel about that? I've, Ooh, I said before, I think Shakur stops him. Yeah, I think Shakur beat the bricks off him. Uh, you can have Eddie Renoso, Eddie Curry, Eddie George, Eddie Murphy in your corner. It, it won't matter. It, <laughs> it won't matter that night. It won't matter that night. Did I catch Eddie Curry in there? By yeah, the way? yeah, I got through Eddie Curry in there. Yeah, that that's a name hey, drop right there. And it just popped in my head. No, it did. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. I don't even know and how. Those, those Bulls teams were gonna be nasty. Damn, Eddie we Curry, flipped that script. Put up twenty on the Knicks. <laughs> Tyrus Thomas, man, Eddie Curry. Was it was it was the Knicks who gave him his money. Yeah, true. Yeah, shout out to the Knicks tape, but yeah, I think that would be really fun. I think he gets washed by the sixth round. I I got I picked Stevenson too, but I can't just watch Valdez. Valdez is a Mm. borderline great fighter mm. at, at, well I mean everyone you know there's, there's that dark cloud fair enough after what happened um, mm-hmm. uh, you know after that but that Burchelt fight to my eyes was the best performance of 2021 you know whether or not you want to grant him that because of what happened following that totally understandable but uh, I got Stevenson too but yeah. I, I just Valdez I do have a big level of respect for from, from what he's done already he shows up gives him yeah help. he could fight man and you're, you're not and working he, this weekend huh we might, we might actually. People always ask. For I'm just happy to, score got the people fight. ask for us to to watch a fight together. Yeah, they keep asking. This, this they really want that. They really want that because that's a fun trifecta of fights. Yeah, they really the want opener that. with King Tug and then um, do it? the rematch. I'm down for it. It's, it's I'm good. watching it either way. Whether we, yeah, whether, whether somebody else here right, right, watch right. it, I'm watching. It this is the last uh, show. I don't give prediction for the main event of of uh, fights this weekend. Christmas break is over. We done, baby. He's back. Yeah, I got the jacket. Got his jacket on. <laughs> going, baby. Get them bets yeah. ready. 49 is just one. That's right, baby. Hey. My boy feeling good. Oh right. yeah, he can't tell him nothing. <sighs> we Sup- up against Sup- it Super at Lambo. Super Bowl pick. Go. I asked this and I have no clue. He <laughs> <laughs> was on the spot. I'm like, who uh It sucks cuz if Tampa didn't have Godwin out, them all easy. All right, Tampa easy. I'm Even, taking, I, I still probably got them as Tennessee a Titans. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's a good they pick too. If they get Derrick Henry Hill back, knows. the reach they get it this time. I like it. Shout out to Steve McNair. Yeah, yeah. and Kevin Dyson. Yeah, I got Dyson. I got the Chiefs. Eddie George. Got the Chiefs, huh? Yeah, I'm going I with do. Green Bay. Yeah, That's I mean, you know, you taking. I'll take Tampa. Take no, take uh, your uh, team. You gotta take uh, your team. Uh, oh, uh, your team. Don't want to play. What the hell? I try to be. I'm objective. Garrison Hurst back there in the backfield. JJ Stokes. Garrison Hurst, man, he got hurt in the first play against the Falcons in the divisional '98. That was we had that one. It was done. '97. When we get Rod Woodson on the show, '97. One year we had Rod Woodson just before the playoffs. You'll be on the show eventually. Niners 13 and 3, home field advantage just before the playoffs. Jerry Rice done for the year. Mm. So disrespectful. 97 90. We should have seven. Second best receiver of all time. Without him, that's rough. Jerry? That's yeah. funny. Who's he, number one? Randy. 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 Checking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Freak. Yeah, it's hard to argue, Randy Moss. You gotta, you gotta be able to run more than one route to be the greatest receiver of all time. You say you can run his nuts, and you gotta be able to go across the middle. Can can he go across the middle? You gotta be able to stop him running that one route. If he can only run one route and you can't stop it, he wasn't better than To. To was a problem. To was a problem. To go deep, cross the middle. This week, Carson's drinking breast milk. 
You gestured to my cup. I was like, I don't know what he's going to say. It is, it is, it's breast milk. I heard it's it really it sweet good, and tangy. Your baby no. here yet, man? No, nah, I ain't here yet. This is uh, yeah, what's on the clock. I'm, I'm trying to, we got things to do, man. I had to, I had to dream your baby got here and everything, nah, man. What's nah, going that, on? That waffle color nigga ain't here yet. No, all right. He on the way, though. And with that being said, start the music. <laughs> Hey, I'm having waffle color shout babies. Out, shout out to all the waffle color babies out there. Stay, this is the you got waffle color babies. Yeah, stay tuned. You might get a live watch shout along with us. Hey, y'all want to uh, y'all want to be on Zoom when I had a baby? I got a shortbread cookie, baby. Two of them, shortbreads. I got I got shortbreads over here. You got tamales. You got tamales. <laughs> What's up? I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm at follow me on IG at with two T's. This is the Porterway Podcast. This is Anthony Brunal. This is Carson A. Merck. Tell them what to do. Hey, like, subscribe, comment, follow, follow us on all social media platforms. <laughs> say subscribe. I'm from Louisiana. I'll talk with a B. Let's do all it. Right, Let's do it again. Let's all right. It. Just introduce yourself. Okay. And then tell them, and then you tell them what to do. Like, comment, subscribe. Support Porter Podcast. Already. You're already here. <laughs> hey, hey, this is our outro. We're gonna do it how we want to. I'm Showtime Sean Porter. I'm Anthony Breno. Carson A. Merck. Like, subscribe, comment. This is the Porter Way. A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for laughter, self-reflection, and a breath of fresh air. All Trails Plus helps you plan your next hike so you can relax and enjoy the journey. Discover new trails near you with the distance away feature and get immersive trail previews and offline maps so you can take those exciting first steps with confidence. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23.